Candle Coven. I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn. And And this this is the Candle Coven Podcast. All right, it is a Coven catch-up episode where we kind of go through everything we've been doing, seeing, talking, watching. We go through um, our notes app and the things that we have written down throughout the weeks. Yes. We discuss. Stuff that people either send us that we want to talk about or that we make note about or that we watched and we're going to regurgitate that all to you. We're like, just see where the conversation takes (laughs) us. We'll see what happens. (laughs) It's been... Since I think Christmas, so it's going to be just after the new year. So happy new year. Happy 2023. May this everybody. be a year. I have a feel, <laughs> for some reason, I feel like odd years are better. Is that like a wine thing? No, that's like a thing. Like I've heard people say that even years are more chaotic. They're sinister. You know, it feels that it way. Feels, well, you would think otherwise, too, because, like, they teach you that even numbers are, like, divisible by so many numbers, and they're so awesome. You know what? Get your math supremacy your away maths. from me. <laughs> so we had a very crazy birthday Christmas in this household because it was so freaking cold outside that Molly tweaked her back. Yeah. Which is the second time she's done this. And so she has actually a vet that's a physical therapy vet because she's fancy. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happens when you have two <laughs> late 30s women without a child. This is her child. Yes. So she uh, – it's basically like she gets like sciatica essentially and then it hurts really bad. And so she was limping around on Christmas but then she went and she got some lasers done and she's much better now. She's been doing the pew-pews. Don't worry, everybody. She's okay. But it was – Crazy on Christmas because we basically oh had to hospice a dog with a thrown out it's back. It's awful. She's, it's awful having a dog in pain that like can't move around the way they want to oh do. Oh my God, I know. And she's the kind of dog that she wants to move by any ERD. Yeah, she has to move. <laughs> she um, can't be tamed. Wait, do you remember no. that band Nerd, obviously? Yes. Did you say Nerd or any ERD? I don't ever remember referring to them. Is this... <laughs> <laughs> Is it wrong that N-E-R-D, why is my brain telling me it stands for no one ever really dies? I feel like I've heard that. Right. I think that's what the name I definitely, of the band if is. I, if I did refer to them, it was N-E-R-D. Yeah. Because there's periods, so I, I yes. you know. You never know with the periods. What was that, like peak 2009? I want to say even earlier than that. We just saw this like little clip on TikTok shouting out Justin Bieber's incredible career starting in 2009. Nine, I guess. I feel like it was earlier because I remember watching his video in college and I graduated in 2008. So it probably was earlier. And this little Canadian gem has been delighting us for so long. He really has. And now he's shopping around his music catalog for like $200 million. And people are like... Is he going to retire? I think I think he's going to retire. Well, I, the peop- we said that. We think he's going to retire. I was throwing that around this house, yes. wasn't I? But, like, other people are like, oh, is it because he knows his second half of his catalog is going to be worth so much? And I'm like, I don't think so. He's, I actually think he's done. I think he seems done, too. He's had a lot of health problems. And it comes from, like, the exhaustion of doing what he does. Yeah, we've been talking about this recently, like, how we don't really talk about how taxing the performer's job is right and you saw that thing that was like ranking the most difficult professions like in the world it was like the most physically demanding professions and it's like this like official ranking like a study, yeah, like a study. and the number one was dancers yeah and this included like mining like professional and, like, construction oh yeah this was like some of the hardest physical jobs yeah and i guess the most physically demanding job is to be a professional dancer yeah so just imagine your you know, a pop star or a star that is on a stage doing some kind of blocking of any kind. I mean, we've seen his shows are, like, insane. Night after night. Since he was, like, 15. And he's singing. And he has to be on. And And he's, like, and people are, like, crawling all over him. Right. This is not only just for, this is, like, all pop stars. Yeah, we're specific. I'm talking about Biebs now. But, like, Because he is, like. He's, it's, he seems done. Yeah. And, like. Who could blame him? Because I think we saw something about there's a, your adrenal like system gets blown totally. out because if you my gr- adrenal system gets blown out if I like walk to the bathroom in a restaurant. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, right? Right. I feel like the whole all eyes are on me. 
I'm seen by everybody. I feel like I'm like center stage. And it's hard for you because you're so tall too. So everyone I know, is and watching. I like clip clop because I'm a Sag Rising. Apparently we're horse. We're horsies. <laughs> Look it up. Sag Rising girls are horsies. So what? You just like are horsing around? Yeah, like the number one thing of like a Sag Rising is like you might be ex- like unexplainably tall. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Called out directly. Yes. So I'm like clip clop into the bathroom. <laughs> In front of everybody. You're a stallion, babes. Oh, <laughs> You're a mustang. Elena the stallion. Wild horses. <laughs> if you're Elena the stallion, I'm Jupy the pony. <laughs> I love Jupy. Uh, if, if, if it beats good, you don't know little Jupe made it. <laughs> yaddy, yaddy. Pony, oni, oni. <laughs> so I think that makes sense. I don't can't imagine touring another club. Another right? club. Met Gala, <laughs> Met, Haley like, Bieber. Right, it's so much. <laughs> Haley Bieber's nail polish. There's just like a lot. Haley Bieber's cooking show. You know, she's really pushing a lot. The Jelena's. Of, is that is Haley Bieber pushing so many things? Like she has like her new beauty line. I'm because she's, she's trying to be like, you know what? You don't have to work. Like probably. Do she's they, like, you go with Seep Justin. Do they have to work anyway? I don't know. Like what? No, they don't. I I feel like it's like. You guys can just, like, stop. Like, why do you have to keep doing this? Like, if here's you, my question about money when you have, like, a ton of money. Like, are, is it just, like, not accessible? Do they not have liquid it cash? It depends. Are they put into situations by, like, handlers and, like, the managers here's, where they can't – they won't let them stop working? I don't think that they know how – yeah, I don't know. Like, it depends on contracts, actually, like, obviously. Contracts for but, sure. Like, I don't know if people of that level of wealth know how wealthy they are. It's, like, all yeah. estimates. It's, like, literally, like, Forbes estimating based on what we know their assets are. Right. And, like, those assets aren't necessarily, like, liquid that they can, like, use to, like, live off of per se. Well, nothing's liquid. Right. Unless you just are sitting on cash, which is, like, not the smartest thing to do. Tell that to Ebenezer Scrooge, bitch. <laughs> uh. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming oh, at you with the, the Christmas I jokes. bars? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. If it were me, I would literally be like, I'm done now. Right? And, like, cash out everything. Get all the cash. Put it in gold. I don't know. And then, like, go live You'd somewhere. You'd probably just, like, hire someone clever to deal with your money. I could literally be, and be like. put it in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> I could live in, like, a 1,000 square foot tiny house and, and be, be like, fine. Like, we do right now. <laughs> like, I'd be, yeah, exactly. I'd be fine. One of the rooms I lived in when I first moved to the city, and it was literally, like, a room. Yeah. Was seven by nine hot and i Did you also there. have a roommate as well just the ghost that's like literally a college dorm like when i moved to college when i went to college for the first time my room was like that size and yes. there was another person living in it with me good grief <laughs> it was so little that there was a, a bathroom was in the hallway obviously oh, yeah, yeah and there was like a sink that was like basically touching the bed and like nice. i have to can i be like totally frank there would be times when but your name's droopy stop <laughs> there would be times where i'd be like in my jammies and didn't feel like putting on slippers and stuff to go to the hallway where i'd be like i'm gonna pee in this fucking sink oh obviously <laughs> if you're not peeing in no, your you're dorm room sink. sink are you <laughs> i i'm convinced men just pee wherever they want i regardless mean, of whatever their situation i is. probably would same so. they're so lucky that's an unfair yeah. advantage it is yeah there's been times where i've just been like please penis havers just like have that's a great it's thing a, to have. You, it's the pipeline Mo- moving things from a to b <laughs> oh shit what did we just watch that was that about so my parents called us probably five nights in a row oh my god yes to tell us about the show from 2015 called patriot on amazon prime right and they just like found it randomly it's so funny because i had seen it before but just like went past it because i think the name is misleading there was also another show. Wasn't there like a Billy Bob Thornton show on Amazon called The Patriot? Sure. Like of like a similar vibe. That sounds, it was just like a, a lone guy on the cover. Sounds right to me. They have like a bunch of those kinds of shows on right. Amazon. And I was just like, oh, okay, guys doing guy, like guy things. Like, yeah. Like what is he like a fixer type? Yeah, like, you know, I know. It just whatever. seemed like not like what it was. It like, wasn't Emily in Paris. We'll say that. It certainly wasn't. <laughs> which we will discuss. Oh, yeah. There will be spoilers for Emily in Paris in this episode. Right. For season three. And at Heads this up. point... If you haven't seen it, I know. Go watch it. Don't it's deny like, it, yourself the pleasure. 
just like shotgun it. It's so easy. It, it goes down. It goes so down so smooth. Just a spoonful of oh. sugar. It's delicious. It's, yeah. It's the candy of Netflix. If only if it was medicine, though. <laughs> but yeah, it back is, to the Patriot. So Elena's parents called us like several nights in a row around the holidays because they knew we were like gonna take some little downtime, and they're like, "You have to watch the show, Patriot." Yeah. <laughs> And I guess it's, like, you know, unusual for them or parents in general to both ride so hard for the same show. They're like, you guys, seriously, just watch it. And we're like, fine, we'll watch it. Because it didn't, look. you can't judge a book by its cover, can you? You can't. So we started watching this show. And I have to say, very fun. It was so fucking funny. There's some stuff in there. I'm not even going to really spoil it, even though it's, like, an older show. Because we watched the first season in, like, a day. Yeah. Second season, we started it a little bit slower. Maybe it gets better, but, like, I wasn't even really in the mood. Uh-huh. But the first season was just fun. Like, so funny. Just a funny, irreverent, dark, dark comedy. There's a scene in it that is so funny to me. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in a show. And all I'm going to say is Rochambeau. Yeah. And then when you see it, you'll know. <laughs> it's unreal. It's so like, there are several funny. parts in this mo- in the show where we were screaming, like, sitting up, howling at it just because of how, like, absurd it is. It's just absurd. Yeah. But the thing that makes it so good is that it's, like, kind of based on, like, government secret stuff that goes on, like, you know, like, politician things. Like, the tone of it, it hits certain things, like, so perfectly. Like, it makes, like, that as- aspect of it that, like, is so heightened in other shows, like, seems so stupid and mundane. Yes. Like, it's the dumbest part of the show. It kind of, like, veepifies yeah. it. Yeah. It gives it, like, the veep treatment. It very much is, like, Search Party, but straight. But veep. But, like, like, not gay. Yes. It's, like, if Search Party and veep and, like, maybe one other show. Like, maybe even, like, Breaking Bad? I don't know. Yeah, I'm just kind of. Like, of. funny, like, interesting Where it's, like, high-stakes stuff, yeah. but, like, it's... What goes wrong? Comedies of errors and like, anyways, just if you're looking for something fun to watch over the new year and getting ready in the Januarys, (laughs) if you're dry in January, if you're wet, (laughs) it doesn't matter. (laughs) Give this program a watch. (laughs) We recommend dry or wet. (laughs) Here are my wets. Here are my dries. Speaking of all you're gonna wait. Speaking of wets and dries, if you guys haven't followed us on TikTok, please do at Bijou Mm. Candles. Elena made me the most epic carrot cake for my birthday. No, it was delicious. Elena, I think it literally sustained my entire eating habits for the last week and a half. And it was so much roughage because it was a carrot cake. Oh, it was a salad. Yeah, it was. But it was delicious. There's coconut, no coconut, lapa carrot, and it was delicious. But she made a video of her making it, and it's so funny. So go check that out. But yeah, we've been eating cake and watching that. And we also, like we said, let's talk about Emily in Paris. Let's talk about it. Because I don't think we really discussed it yet. Ever? Have we ever talked about it? I think we have. No, I mean the new season. Oh, but like people are aware of like our love for of it. Of course. Okay. My two um, unexpected faves okay. are And So It Is, which is not what it's called. What's And So It Is? And Just Like That? Yeah. <laughs> And Emily, like and Emily in Paris. I love these two shows so much. Yes. I think they're so, I mean, they have a lot in common, don't Are they? Are they both like Michael Patrick King or Star? Michael, yeah. what's, what's his name? Not not Darren Star. It's Michael Patrick King. Michael right? Patrick. I think Darren Star is Emily in Paris. Oh, and Michael, Michael Patrick King is the other one. Yeah, but anyways, all this to say is that they're both Sex in the City people, yeah. which is which a terrible show. I don't, I do not like Sex in the City, <laughs> but I also do like Sex in the City. I can't describe I like, it. I like, and so it is more than Sex and in the just City. And just like, <laughs> don't you hate when your brain does that? When I can't help it, Jocelyn. And so it is. Is the saying of the toxic positivity yep. of the mother in the. Epic reality series, Pretty Wild. And so it and is. so it is. $29. <laughs> Which is my favorite. Like, one of my favorite things that's ever happened is that, that scene. It's an epic show. It was a moment in time. You know when you, like, save a document and you, like, name it wrong? That's, like, what I do. Yeah, you do. And I, I do the same thing. Whoops. When you're just like, I saved it in my brain as this, and now it's this. Like how we have this restaurant by us that has the name Soul in it, mm-hmm. and I refuse to call it its real name. I call it Soul Decision. Yep. Like the band you from Canada. You don't call Canada. any restaurant here what it's called. I don't call. There's another 
<laughs> there's like another several. restaurant. There's here. several restaurants. No, this is like the most old lady thing about me. <laughs> this is my it's very B. Arthur, like not e- worse. Yeah, B. Arthur. She would read me to filth. She for would this. absolutely. Yeah, she you're would. Right. She'd be I, like, what "What's wrong about? with you?" It's not even. It's worse than Rose. No, you're Sophia. It's awful. Like, there's this other place in town that's called like Zeus or something. Yeah. Zeus Brewery. Yeah. Do you want to know what I call it? Firehouse. <laughs> No, I don't know why. No reason. No I'm relation. Like, I'm like, you want no relation? I'll literally be like, you want Firehouse tonight? And I just she, learned the language, you know. I and, adapt. And she's just like, yeah. I have a quick study. I adapt fast. The first time that I said it to you. <laughs> it's for survival. I have to survive in this household. I must adapt. <laughs> Same, bitch. <laughs> Likewise, I'm sure. And so it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you almost killed me. Um, <laughs> no, but like I literally remember the first time I was like, "Do you want firehouse?" And you're like, "Who? Whomst?" I I feel like I knew who you were talking about though. Oh my when god, I, just I don't know it. what is wrong with me. I do it with you. You know what? You do it too. To be fair. Oh wait, I just did it. That's yeah. how this conversation came up. <laughs> we both do it. All right, so, and so it is. And Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. Okay, so first of all, I just as an aside, I cannot wait for the new season of And Just Like That because do you know when it's coming out? No. It just better be soon. Well, we know we're getting one. We are getting yeah. one. But with Kim Cattrall, I think, right? Maybe. Didn't they like reconcile or didn't something happen where she like might come back? <sighs> yes, I think she might be. I just want to know like what I... was that conversation Wait, like? Wait, do you know do you know why she like didn't want to come back? Isn't it like a money thing and then no, the plot line? The plot line. They were gonna have her try to be creepy with with Brady. And he was like an under 18. Yeah. And that's that was just, like her storyline. That's unacceptable. Right. And, and she disgusting. was like, absolutely not. Yeah. He was like gonna be flirting with Miranda's child. Because, like, it was already a little bit crossing the line for me. I thought so, too. In the show. Yeah. I was like, this is pretty inappropriate. It was too much. Um, I don't need to know about a child's sex life. Right? Ever. Mind your business. Right? To go just, like, do it safely someplace else. Just make him 18. Yeah. Just make him 18. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, I can't. It's not. It's just too much. Sorry. So we did watch Emily in Paris, and we watched it in somehow a shorter amount of time than it takes to actually watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's like it bends we space time. voraciously. Yeah. It was my Christmas present and birthday present this year was Emily in Paris. I, it was so just exactly what I want it to be. I don't want to yeah. spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but, like, there is some stuff that goes down that is so amazing. It just doesn't – it delivers. Can we just talk about the fact that I cannot stand – Camille. Camille is the worst. And she's so full of shit. Only because she's just full of it. Yeah, she's full of shit. Do you know what I love about Emily in Paris is that, like, the plot just keeps going. Like, stuff just keeps happening. It's it, not like you can't hang on to a plot point for more than an episode. Oh, yeah. Because shit changes, like, every second. It's You're so, being pushed every I which love way. It. Absolutely. And Emily is one of the most resilient characters I've ever seen oh, in my, my life. Oh, my God. She's like a Yorkie. She literally. <laughs> <laughs> she is she runs around town in these impossible outfits that oh my god for my sensory problems would drive me nuts and like we don't even see what her closet or dry cleaning situation is no and also i have so many questions about like how she's procuring these clothes on what right. budget is she is, i'm assuming she comes from money is mindy buying all of her clothes for her mindy's oh, outfits are are they mindy's clothes mindy's outfits are insane she's walking around like she's on the little monsters tour which i love i know i love it I'm, she's walking around like she's kesha's backup dancer from 2012 yeah like they are <laughs> full-on leotard based costumes yeah i, but I like mean, they're somehow designer i love it the plot points are epic outrageous preposterous so preposterous everyone's just like wheeling and dealing yeah this is a reality that just like does not exist and i love it emily in paris answers the question if a girl had ideas that got seen through fruition every time she had an idea. If a, if a girl's <laughs> ideas were treated as if she were a man. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, she's literally like, what if we... Right. There was, like, one scene where it was, like, a company that wanted to do some sort of, like, marketing campaign. And she came up with the idea to have, like, their logo all over hot air balloons. And, like, literally in the next scene, there's, like, 17 hot air balloons right. going up that have, like, logoed balloons. Right. And I was like, that would have taken 
months oh my God. overseas. You, it would have been like, where are the balloons? Have and they'd it? be like, they're on the water. We couldn't oh get the freight because Walmart right. outbid us. Oh my God. It's going to be 30 grand it's to get it color. to Paris. These yeah. are blue. <laughs> right. We said cornflower blue. <laughs> they send them back. These are royal blue. And then the next ones, and then the decal falls yep. off. The stitching's wrong. I mean, having worked in production in some sense. And logistics. And logistics. No. No way. They would be like two years. Two years. This will happen in two years. Right. And then let's say, oh, you're making it locally in Paris? Oh, Those aren't getting made. You're making this local wear at the house of Chanel. They're not making LOL. them. They're not making them. Uh, that would be, let me think. Let me tally this up. This is $10 million for half balloon. D'accord. D'accord. <laughs> and then we finish in 2030 because we take breaks. We take a vacation. <laughs> exactly. And good for them. As they and should. as they should. Yes. No, uh, Emily in Paris shows you what uh, work-life balance should be. And Emily, like, can't. Emily can't hang. She can't do it. I know every time they're at dinner, the French are like, we don't talk about work at dinner. Every dinner. But, like, all she and talks like, about is, anyways, like, her ideas. So what we're going to do yeah. is I have the idea that there's an app and we turn into our dogs. But, yeah, right. But then they're the most successful agency. You know what? She's got it. I'm just going to let Emily do her thing. Yeah. I would die for an Emily on our team. I would kill to have an Emily oh, on our team. Oh, my God. Right. She'd get us into, like, trouble, but also be like, fix it. But, like, trouble is still hey, PR. You know? She oh, knows you know what, what she's they doing. Say. I'll press this good press. You know what? Get that away from me. I know. I want nothing to do with that. I know. It's so toxic. The term press implies a squeeze. So please don't oh, touch me. <laughs> wow. That's good. Right? <gasps> okay, Meghan Markle. <laughs> That's a good one. Anyways, I'm going to be submitting our podcast for the Golden Globes. <laughs> and the Oscars. And the Oscars. Listen, I watched the Meghan Markle Harry thing. I watched most of it. I just, like, haven't had a chance to watch the rest of it because it was, like, just upsetting. Is it six episodes? Yeah, altogether? I think I watched, like, four or five. Yeah, it is. It's, it's upsetting. It is. Yeah. And, like, I appreciate everything i'm like good for her i want her to have her voice and come out and say it but then we found out that she asked to, to have the docuseries submitted for a golden globe and i was just like classic Here, here's my thing i love it like two <laughs> things can be true at once right. Meghan markle can be a little bit of like have a narcissistic tendencies sure she could be a grifter swim i don't fucking care get your bag like, good for her i do believe that they're in love I do, too. But I, I do think she is playing a part for him. Whatever. It doesn't it matter. Doesn't, it doesn't matter is right. the thing. But that can be true. And the royal family being, being terrible, terrible, racist, is antiquated pieces of human garbage. We know this is true. Can also be true. Yes. They killed Diana. Yep. We all saw it happen. Mm -hmm. And they are using the same tools against Meghan Markle. Exactly. I mean, as they, they, did, lay, as they lay it see. right out for you. As if we can't see. Right. We know exactly what the media does to women. And you know what? On that same note, another really interesting one that I watched was the Casey Anthony interviews. Oh, right. Did you, which did you finish that or no? Also couldn't finish it because while it was really good and interesting, I watched, I would say, 80% of it. Uh -huh. It just got to the point where I was like, I need to have a little bit of different noise in my head just because there was a lot going it's on for dark. me personally. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that's like trying to vindicate women but it's still very upsetting to watch like why the, how it's gotten to this point yeah in the past year a lot of things have come out like this where it's just like you know that thing that you thought about this woman that the media completely villainized right. and etc cetera, etc cetera? yeah it's all made up totally it's misogyny it's like the, it's everywhere it's crazy it's in, it's in everything i would implore people to watch that casey anthony documentary yeah. if you have the stomach to sit through a couple episodes of it you get to hear her side of the story which i think that all women in a world where women are oppressed which we are mm -hmm. and when they have the opportunity to speak on their side after they've been so villainized in the media we should listen to what they have to I say i think that you should say what your response was to what your dad said what one when it was like we were talking about getting pulled over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about... We got, Jocelyn and I got pulled over because I didn't have the front license plate on. Right, which you have to which, have in like, New York. Because my, the car that we had at the time like didn't have a spot for it, so I would have had to drill holes into the fender, which right. I didn't want to do. So I just like kept it in the glove compartment. That's and, what we were told by to do with like, the yeah. inspection people. They were like, well, just keep it in the front. And yeah. if you get pulled over, tell them you're going to get it put on. Yeah, so I did that. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know. I'm so sorry. I like, kind of played dumb. Right. And, we, and they were like, no problem. Which just is like get it what I there. do if I get pulled over. I like play dumb and I'm like, 
I have the privilege of like not being that scared. Right. Even though I'm like gay presenting, which does make me a little bit nervous. But right. No, but it, it's true because we were having a conversation with my dad about like getting pulled over or whatever. And we were like, yeah, like we got pulled over for the license plate. And we were just like, oh, sorry, we didn't know. We'll get it fixed or whatever. And he's like, oh, see, that works for you guys. You can kind of play dumb. Like for me, I would just get the ticket. And I was like, let me just be clear, though. When women do those things, it's not because we're trying to be manipulative to get away with something. It comes from a place of fear. Yeah, we're protecting ourselves. We're pro- yes, like we're playing the role that we almost feel like we're being expected to play by yeah. the person we're interacting with so that nothing bad happens We're playing to us. the part that they want us to play so that they treat us in right. a way that is whatever. You know what I like mean? Like if we act like combative or know-it-all or, you know, anything, like that's not going to work out for us. And, and like, it's especially worse for black women. Right. Exactly. Because or in black people in general or well, people of color. Women, because women, black women are immediately cast as quote-unquote angry or aggressive. Right. Exactly. If they show any kind of emotion. Totally. So they're for, like pressed, like you say, into, yes. uh, you know, a cage of emotion. Right. And that's like an interesting nuance that I think is maybe not understood by everybody is that people aren't necessarily oppressed. People aren't necessarily doing something to get away with something. Right. They're just trying to survive. Yeah. And I think that's like a thing that the press uses a lot, especially like the Piers Morgans of the world. Like they see women's behavior as like manipulative and like, oh, well, we're lucky because like we can just oh, yeah, like, like, get away with Oh yeah, like even Piers Morgan and them going after Meghan Markle of it exactly. all. Like, oh, she's manipulating this. She's getting exactly like, what she wants. Like men think that women can like use our sexual wiles to like get what we want. And that's like a privilege. But, it like, is. It's not, at, that's not what's going on. No, it is. It is an a protection spell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is the nuance. Like there. that's not. That, that's like the dissociation. Like the is that the word? The difference. Dichotomy. Like, yeah, whatever. Sure, but like, mm-hmm. I, I genuinely don't like. Some men don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like they have to understand that. Like that's what's happening. Right. And then it's they villainize women because they think that we're like using manipulating manipulating them. them. Right. We're Which, actually just trying to protect ourselves. Right. Like I actually think there's a huge. I would say, like, in generations ahead of us, too, like, because women were even more oppressed than we are now, even though we still are. Um, well, it's going back. So. Right. But there are generations ahead of us where women only had passive aggression to yeah. be able to use that as a, a tool to communicate. Mm-hmm. And that could be looked at as, like, villainous. Like, oh, right. they don't tell the truth in this. But it's like, what was the other option? To be, to, like, be con- confrontational? To right. Like, let's not forget that, like, the number one cause of death for women is men okay the number I, one cause of death for pregnant people is murder. murder that's the the number one cause of death for pregnant women in the united states is murder yeah do with that what you will yep so back to emily in paris yeah. <laughs> so emily in paris posits what does the world look like in which men don't sexualize women constantly even though they, she is constantly sexualized yeah, but like in a it feels mutual. No, it, there, <laughs> it is. It's because the show is created by a gay man, right? Mm-hmm. That's Darren Starr is the creator, right? Yeah. So in a way, Emily is sort of this character. She's a fictional character. And yes, it's sort of is. you get to see how she acts like with no consequences, kind of. Yeah. In a way. I know. It's a very interesting show. I just love to watch it just because I love to see her get her shit done. It and her all stupid outfits. I, I love the outfits. Love I love looking at Paris. <laughs> it's so fun. Things move along really fast. It's just... It's, the, it's funny. Yeah. Her, I eyeba- feel her eyebrows are impossible looking. Oh, wow. I can feel them calling <laughs> in the end. Sue, Sue, Studio. <laughs> Those are all her sisters. Can we also just quickly do a quick pivot and talk about the night that I turned into Spider-Woman? You've had some f- hilarious things happen to you. I, there's been some really funny physical bits. It's almost <laughs> like um, you become possessed for a split second. So, for, okay, so from my point of view, right. Molly does this thing where she, like, walks on the edge of the couch and slips and will slip off or like have a little Catherine Hepburn moment and they just like fall off the, ca- the couch. Right. Um, so she we're likes like, to live on the edge. Yeah, she, literally. So we're like constantly making sure that she's safe. safe on the edge. Right. And she was literally about to fall. She was next to me. And um, I was, I like, was not next to her. I was doing something <laughs> else like where I couldn't catch her. Yeah. You and were then, like eating. You had like a bowl of food in yeah. your hand. Right. And, um, she was, like, about to fall, and then all of a sudden, this little tiny pink slipper, 
like I didn't even see it move there. It just like appeared. And I and Jocelyn just goes, Aah! and I look over and she had like sunk down into the couch. She's like completely horizontal. Mm-hmm. And she caught this dog from falling. I caught her mid-air with, her, with my with her foot. foot. It was like from my like you per- teleported. No, from my perspective, I don't know how it happened. Because I literally saw her happen and then I felt like I slowed time yeah. down. <laughs> I was like, you have like a time turner that you're like, like it was crazy. Like all of a sudden, and I had the thing is the way that she was falling, she would have really hurt herself. Falling even more, no. Yeah, she would have. It was bad. Like she was about to hit like like, a mark. Her neck. neck. Yes, I literally, I just like did like a jazz split. in the air and caught her with like my ankle. You straight up teleported. (laughs) Teleported, and then. After we did that and, like, calmed down from it, I, like, felt something on my neck. This is, like, moments later. This is moments. This is, like, as it's happening, you guys. And I pull a spider off of my neck. A tiny, we can barely even tell. little spider. A spider, like, the size of a pea. Like, teeny weeny, right? Smaller. Yeah. And it itched me. Like, it might have bit me. I swear to God. I had, like, a red mark. What? And this was, like, right after, like, literally moments after I had been bitten by a spider, like, maybe when it happened at the same time. Uh-huh. So, like, did I turn into Spider-Woman? But, like, the fact that the spider <laughs> bit you after, too. I was like, or are like, you Or, a like, did it bite traveler? me at the same moment as I did it? And, and then, then I found the spider. time. Yeah. <laughs> and then saved Molly. I'm not a quantum uh, physicist. We'll, we'll keep you updated <laughs> with what other developments. She did also have a spit take. Okay. The spit no into the house. This This is another moment of possession. This this spit take that I did was so unnecessary. Like this was I wish I could actually bend literally nothing. Like there was no no reason. There was nothing. We were having breakfast. This is like two days ago. Yeah. Having breakfast, totally chill. I'm drinking my Nespresso, which is my favorite thing to do. It's like the reason I live. Like I get up in the morning and I'm like, I'm gonna have my cup. You're like Nespresso. Yes, I love it. Yeah. And I had, like, not had coffee for, like, a very long time because of my medication I was on for my ADHD, and I went off of it, so now I can have coffee again, and I missed it. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm drinking my coffee, and I take a little sip, and I feel a tickle in my throat. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm going to get up and go it run to the spider. sink. Because <laughs> I'm going to cough. And, there's, and I was, like, trying to get it into my cup. <laughs> but as I stood up and went to go to the bathroom... I had, like, a reflex, basically, (laughs) from what I can tell. And I spit coffee all over the wall. Like like a Jim Carrey spit take. All – you guys, the coffee spit was – Everywhere. I honestly am impressed. I, it was so funny because it happened, and I was like, that sounded so loud, but I was looking at the floor, and I was like, "There's, there's where is it? Not there's a drop. Let's put it this way. Not a drop at the floor. And then I look up slowly, and there is just, like, sprayed brown all over the wall, on the mirror, on our books, on the bench, it, on the plant. On the white walls. Yeah. And you go to start to help me clean it up, and Elena starts laughing so hard that she was just, like, on the floor <laughs> rolling. So Rolling. <laughs> it's so funny. I get out. You're the, just such a little creature. I'm such a like, creature. You're such a mogwai. What's wrong with me? I was you are a mogwai. I could. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't believe that I did that. So funny. So I had funny. to get the pink stuff out. You know the pink stuff yeah, for emergencies only. And then this was the same day that I accidentally wore my slippers out of the house. To the doctor, to the vet. To the vet. We were like going into the vet. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, I can't. I was like, You're walking in. I was like, oh my gosh. She goes, Elena. She like points down. She goes, like, I'm wearing my slippers. And you started laughing and I was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, shut up. They were so like cute. I mean, they're just like, they're shoes. <laughs> it's a shoe. It's shoes. $29. <laughs> you guys, I like couldn't Living believe with Jocelyn it. is a role. It's so fun. Oh, I see it. Same for you. You're oh, hilarious too. The you. stuff that we get into. Oh my God. It's just so, like, it's so preposterous. Totally. Like, there was nothing like I was scrubbing the walls going, this did not need to happen. Yeah. This is the last thing we needed. I, I got most of it off, but there's still. 
a remnant. I'm going to have to get a Mr. Clean Magic. There's a little bit of a halo. Um, I can sing a halo. Wait, speaking of halo, here's a question. Is 2023 the year that Beyonce gets canceled? Oh, my God. (laughs) Never. She's not. Never. But, yeah. Go ahead, please. I mean, she's teetering. So, yeah, I don't know if everyone saw that she's, like, doing some. This is not, like, the first time she's done shit like this. It's just, like, people are, I guess, talking about it more. Beyonce's like she's doing a show in Dubai and getting paid $20 million for it. Mm-hmm. Anti-gay Dubai. <laughs> right. I mean, it's Beyonce has always been consistently letting us know that she's just going to secure the bag. She doesn't oh, yeah, that's really. Like all she cares about. I remember that. Wasn't there like a whole thing about like a blood diamond with Tiffany's? Oh, and yeah. There's just been like, like a lot of album stuff. like a Tiffany's ad. Right. And like. And like, here's like the Jay-Z thing. is not an angel. Right. And like, here's the thing. Like. I don't really recall any Beyonce like outspokenness about any anything. Like she's not really like an activist of any kind. She I mean, doesn't I really guess, use like, her. I guess her music and videos are, I guess, are in themselves right. activism. But here's but the like, thing about they're not necessarily her. <laughs> here, right. Well, here's the thing about that is like a lot of her stuff has been taken from and called out that she like took it from queer artists and queer black artists that. She didn't credit. I mean, this whole album that she's came out with, like, is very, is so derivative. It, like, doesn't even sound like anything except for stuff that's already existed. Right. Like, that being said, the I whole thing is, listen to it all the time. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing is, like, Honey Dijon. Right. Oh, my God. So Which good. She probably, I don't know if she has a credit on there. I haven't, like, looked into it. It but. does give very Honey Dijon. If you haven't listened to Honey Dijon, yes. Um, Black Girl Magic. What is, what was I going to say about oh, Beyonce? That, she, that, like, oh, you were, like, uh, that she's not, uh, like, that activist-y. Well, yeah, like outside of her music and videos and stuff. Yeah. Here's the thing, like capitalism is capitalism and we're all in this game and it's sort of like I hate the player, don't hate the game kind of thing. Uh-huh. But at some point you're like, you got to say and do something. But she can't because she doesn't so walk back. I guess. I but, mean. But like here's an example, like RuPaul, for example. RuPaul? RuPaul. Broom? <laughs> Broom. <laughs> um, he, you know. The he did the fracking. <laughs> he does so much great stuff for the gay queer community, for communities of color. For so many, he started so many careers. He's, yeah. you know, brought this entire art form to. You don't main... have to tell me what RuPaul has done, right? But I'm just, you know, yeah, for know. argument's sake. Yeah, here. I know. And then at the same time, he also allows fracking on his property, which is arguably one of the worst things you can do. I would say that that's <laughs> passive. <laughs> If you're, if he is securing his bag, allowing this fracking to occur on his property mm. so he could use that money to uplift more queer right. people of color and just queer people in general. Right. I'm not justifying the fracking. No. But, like, I get what you're saying. That, like. Right. Like, I'm saying, like, not the best thing to do. Yeah. But there's so many other good things, whatever. Right. I don't know. And it doesn't directly contradict it. Like, right. To me, the stuff that Beyonce does like cr- directly, directly contradicts, contradicts like what her, her fan base messages exactly. The people who are her creative team, yeah. I know. And she doesn't have like enough of a persona in the world in pop culture, which I guess is her right to not have that. Uh, yeah, but like that's true. To- actually, might be a self-preservation thing that we don't know so much about who she is really. Because when you think about Beyonce, a lot of people try and do her on Snatch Game, for example, and they can never do her because yeah. you'd have to make it up. Because we don't really know. What her, she's like. Yeah, because she's kind of private, which is her right, like you said. Right. But at the same time, when she does things like perform in Dubai for $20 million. To me, that's like all she does. Yeah. Is you, like this kind of not cool stuff. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I the fandom just like doesn't call it out at all. Yeah. And I get that like there's a lot of fandoms that are really blind to what their right. celebrity does, like the barbs of And the this world. is coming from people who in very much enjoy Beyonce. It's just. Sure. You know, I, you know, I like her music and I right. like her videos, but like I do not like this kind of stuff. No, like, me neither. I don't like Beyonce, like necessarily. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> Beehive, don't come after us. We, uh, I, I mean, this I, is a nuanced I conversation. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, that's all we have. Right. I think we should have these conversations. Nuance is is important. I agree. And I also think it's intention being, is lost. <laughs> nuance is important. Intention is important. Also, I think giving people space to change their mind, to learn yeah. and grow. Those, all those things are important. I think um, all this people's 
in the spotlight like Beyonce that have a lot of power and money, I think their behavior needs to be examined. There is a responsibility. Like she's a billionaire that doesn't, from my point of view and from right. what I've seen, doesn't use her power and money to uplift the communities that she takes from. Right. Well, there you go. And that <laughs> you said that pretty succinctly. Like, I don't think that billionaires should exist. Right. But, you know. And neither do I. So. I completely agree. It's unnecessary. It's, it's flagrant. It's, it's a display of right. disgusting. Just spread greed. that out. But like I said, do they have access to it? How does money work? Right. Speaking of really rich people, did you see Jeff Bezos is looking juicy? <laughs> My God, the someone, human growth. Someone, someone take said the HGH away. Someone from this said, guy. "Oh, all he needed was like a buttload of human growth hormone to look presentable." Yeah, right. And Amazon I was like, Basics HGH. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? I just ordered it. <laughs> One of the funniest things I heard recently, as a complete aside, was when my dad said the term, "If you so much as fart over the phone." I'm coming for you. <laughs> like, in a story he was telling me, he was basically like, and he was like, if you so much as fought over the phone. <laughs> and I was like, that is the funniest saying of, like, don't do, like, the, the most innocuous thing you can do. Uh-huh. Like, I really, I'm collecting that and I'm keeping it. Wait, what was the context? Do you remember? It was like him getting in, he got in trouble for something when he was younger. And oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like speeding or yeah. something, and the guy was and like, it was the, it was "The judge was yeah, like, I'm watching if you, you so much as fought over the phone. I'm taking your that license." Is so funny. <laughs> Which I just spoiler alert. Spoiler. Someone tell me how to say spoiler alert. No, it's not possible. I got my tongue snipped this year, and I still can't say it. You know what it is? Let's do an acting uh, trick, a voice production trick. Make it one word. Right, what if you were like, take your phone and fart in it? <laughs> <laughs> Make it one word. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yes. Okay. Connect it. I did it. See? You're a great teacher. You're welcome. You got a lot of tips and tricks. Hey, Elena, here's something else I wrote down. Just completely random. What's Evelyn Salt up to? Where's Evelyn Salt? I have so many missions I can give to Evelyn Salt right now. I have been thinking about why we're not using Evelyn Salt, played by Angelina Jolie, to do more things. Where are all the Evelyn Salts out there? Oh, her blonde wig. Are spies even real? Are spies real? We've seen on the show Patriot that, like, there are cronies that do things. Right. But are they spies? Right. Are, are, As, are, like, is Tom Cream's character? Is that even That's re- not real. That There's only Ethan? one Tom Cream. Yeah. And he's making movies. He's not being spies. How about the video? Totally talk- spies. Did we talk about the video of Tom Cruise falling off a cliff a Who's bunch of Tom times? Cruise? Tom Cream. Sorry. <laughs> Thomas May Pother Cream, my, the lowest of my Santos. most toxic trait is yeah. that I love Tom Cream. And by love, you mean you absolutely despise him? Y- yes, but you do also. He's like, he's like my son that I'm estranged from. Like I love him, but I fucking can't. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, great performances. He is such a good actor. It's dumb. It's dumb. Like those Thetans are fucking popping. <laughs> but he is truly a. T- Where's Shelly? Where's Shelly? Tom? Where? Is Shelly. Where's Shelly Miskovich? And I'm sure he's responsible for that outfit that we discussed, but... The Katie Holmes outfit? Mm-hmm. It, there's a butterfly effect that proves that he is mm-hmm. responsible for the outfit. And that's all I'm going to say Can we talk about, about the craziest butterfly effect thing that we just learned about? What? We watched that movie Triangle of Sadness. Oh, watch. Which was so fucking Please funny. watch. It is, it's a little long. Yeah, but it goes but into really everything funny. we talk about all the time. Yeah. It's literally exactly upstairs, It like, takes the piss out of rich people. <laughs> yes, hardcore. <it> <laughs> And um, there's this girl in it. I can't remember. Let me look up her name. Okay. There's this girl in it named Charlby, Charlby Dean Creek. And she plays the character Yaya, who's like the influencer model. Yes. So I was like looking up the cast as we do during the movie. Like we always look up the cast when this happening. And like yes. everything about Well, we them. have to deep dive everything we do. Yeah. Look at their Instagrams. I need to know knowledge. their name. I need to know who they're dating. I need to know everything about them. I want to know everything about what everybody. What their signs are, whatever. Me too. So I looked this girl up and I'm like, okay, so she was born in blah, blah, blah. And then it's like died. I'm like, what? So I inspect further and I see that this actress passed away in August of, of 2022. Yeah. And it's the craziest story. It's a crazy story. So she was starting to not feel well mm-hmm. and went to the hospital and had a bacterial infection. Mm-hmm. And it got so bad because in 2008, she got in a car accident that led to her needing her spleen removed, which I guess like 
filters bacteria or something. It's part of your immune system. Yeah. Yeah. So because of that, this bacterial infection that she got in 2022 killed her turned to sepsis and she passed because she didn't have a spleen that's like such a butterfly that is fucking in effect she died from that car crash it's crazy wow like what 12 years later yeah how upsetting is that it's very upsetting damn it was shocking it was like i was watching this movie i couldn't believe it yeah we were like (laughs) she passed away yeah and she was really good in it and like probably this is like kind of like a breakout role for her yeah i think it was and it's really She's sad. She's like 32 or something. Yeah, that's just something you don't expect. When you do the deep dives around your the stuff that you're watching, it makes it so much more interesting because you it really just does. learn so much more about everything. Because you um, can kind of – I like yeah. to, like, paint the image of, like, the actual film being made. I know. What's wrong with us? We, I, know. I know. I have to know everything about everything. I, I saw know. this TikTok that was like, one thing about me is I'm thirsty for knowledge and, like, I want to know everything about everyone. I know. Like, when people are talking to me, I interject a lot of questions, and it might come across as rude to someone else if they don't know me. I don't think me. so. Yeah, but you know me, but, like, I yeah. try to pepper them in. But, like, if I were not trying to hold back, right. I would ask a question every two seconds. Yeah. I'd be like, I need you to tell me, like, what was he wearing? Where were you? What was the temperature? Like, what was the time of day? Like, there's so many things I need to know to paint so this picture So many follow-up questions. So we're getting ready to go on a trip which we mentioned last time and we have not done a trip in a really long time especially overseas and the thought occurred to me genuinely and this is on the tail of me just turning 37 which means i'm now in my 38th year of life <laughs> and i genuinely thought to myself do i pack my blankie <laughs> here here's another question jocelyn yeah do i pack your blankie <laughs> Because so, I gave I had two blankies growing up, and I gave one to my wife. Yes, <laughs> one was at your Grammy's house, right? Yep. It so was, it was it was less slightly a bit less, used. less used. Yes, that's the one I use. My mine has a six year jump on that one, and you can tell, and it's threadbare. It was a rough six years on that one. But I literally was like, should I pack it? Because I sleep with it on my face. How about that we bought the same blanket for Molly? <laughs> I got it the same. One. <laughs> Do I pack it? <laughs> You know, these are the questions. I don't I was want also, anything to happen to it. I'd have to bring thing. it on my carry-on. I also wanted to leave them to give Molly a job so she knows she has to watch her sisters while we're gone. Well, because I do refer to them as my daughters. <laughs> I like the idea of giving Molly a job while we're gone. Yeah. Because she's a Yorkie and Yorkies like jobs. Yes. So, so she's going to have to watch all of her all of her sisters, which is Hannah blankies, <laughs> some stuffed animals. I, I was wondering. <laughs> so here's my thing. Do I take my existing Squishmallows or do I get new ones for travel? Okay, right. I think I'm going to get two new ones. If you guys haven't gone on to the Squishmallow thing, is that what they're called? Squishmallow? Yeah. They're different sizes. They make all different sizes of like basically like oval pillow babies that like are different like kind of animals or, or – like, and, and, I have one that's a cauldron. Yeah. They, <laughs> and her uh, name is Johanna. <laughs> they have they all played, have names. They have played on the millennial love for Beanie Babies and have but gotten us now with Squishmallows. Now a Beanie Baby that you can use. Yeah, it's usable. Like I literally just use it to like hold my neck up on the couch because I have the neck of a newborn baby. <laughs> Constantly trying to do neck oh, exercises. Gotta pick her up with the neck, you know? Yeah, you gotta be careful. Support the neck. Yep. Speaking of supporting the neck too, I think we're gonna bring Squashmallows, but like it's true. Do I want to bring my home Squashmallow on the plane or do I want a plane Squashmallow? I want Squash a plane mellow? one. I think so too. And buying a neck pillow for a transcontinental flight, guys, we need to figure out the neck pillow situation. Or can we just figure out the plane seat situation? I know. there's. It's not working. Stop packing us in there like fucking sardines. It's not working for this us. This is what happens. You got like two plane companies now. Yep. And now they know they can charge us a billion dollars for shitty service. Right. And that's what we get. And, like, I have to figure out how to, like, hydrate. But also, like, I don't want to go pee that much. It's yeah. just, like, really – being a person is hard. It is hard. On a plane. Right. Wait, speaking of being a person, I did want to also just bring up one of the best things I did see this holiday season, which was when we – Went to the grocery store on 1223, which was very scary. Yeah. Because there were so many people there. But, like, just the way that my schedule – this was the only time we had to go. Right. And we're checking out, and there's this humongous guy in there. He was, like, 6'6", right? And he's just, like, going around getting his shit. And all of a sudden I hear somebody singing. 
And he's standing in line to check out, and he's singing Goodbye Horses at full volume on Christmas Eve Eve. You do a, a reenactment? From Silence of the Lambs fame. He was really like, Goodbye Horses. <laughs> Goodbye Horses. Like singing it like that in line. On Christmas. How menacing. I it was love that. so menacing. And so I was laughing so hard. If no one else even if that got doesn't it. say how people really feel about Christmas, <laughs> I don't know what does. You're singing the Buffalo Bill song. Right. From Silence to the Lambs. Iconic. On Christmas. It was so funny to me and just got, it was like a moment where I was like, that was, was a bit just you. for me. A bit of you. That was a joke just the for me. The simulation put in there just for you. Exactly. Can we talk about for one last second? Please. Oh, wait. So you're talking about the trip. And uh, oh, yeah. I've been like using, trying like a lot of different psychological techniques on myself to get myself to be okay. Waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was this thing I saw. It was like a Reddit thread. And it was like, I love these Reddit threads that are like, tell me like the best advice you've ever gotten or like something that someone told you that has always stuck with you. And it's always like helpful to read those because, yeah. like, you know. And one of the ones was the description of what is called type two fun, which yes. is that it's not fun in the moment, but it makes for a great story later. Yes. And like, I'm not, I'm not saying that this trip is going to be that, but I'm sure they're going to be type Sometimes. two moments. I feel like vacations in general do involve a lot of type two fun. Yeah. Cause like traveling is. It's stressful. Worst. And you have to be more alert. You got your fight or flight up. Right. So it the is. stakes are high. Yeah. Type two fun. It actually helps me appreciate all the type two fun i've had right by just I've putting it type two fun by just putting it living in new york city is type two fun oh right because like it, in the moment it's a shock to your system you're in flight or flight constantly right and like now that we're not in it i look back and i'm like what is what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> makes for great stories though. it does it truly does did I'm you like, have another prediction for 2023 yeah. I have a feeling that 2023 is going to finally be the year that we no longer care about the Kardashians with a K. K with a care. I mean, K, K, with, care with, a K. K with a K. I think that we're done. I think we've reached our limit. Like, yeah. I don't know if anyone saw their quote unquote holiday party, a.k.a. The Red the Wedding. Red wedding it was like a blood red. Yeah. It was like the scene in Scrooge when he goes to hell. Pretty much. And they're like, your chains are ready. Yeah. It was, like, kind of horrifying looking to me. It was scary. A, go- a very gothic Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, and it's just, like, the overt, like, displays of disgusting wealth. Yeah. Just, like, rubbing it in everyone's face. And, like, obviously the Kanye shit. Obviously the Tristan shit. Right. And it's just, like... It's y'all. It's it's hitting are, are a it's done? hitting a critical mass where it's funny too because I've also personally you and I have fallen out of favor um on our end with the Housewives franchise. Just because and and we were big Bravo heads. Like I'm yeah. not going to lie to you guys. I we have been deep 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 in the Bravo celebrity fields and since the beginning. Yes. I, we I've watched OC since day 1. Right. I the last couple years I've been like just like I can't watch this anymore. I think it's expired. It just has this. We're in a place in society where like we can't anymore. I know that people do, but like I think it's short lived. It is, and I think that the Kardashians are part of that same they fruit need to of the poison tree. Yeah, they we got we don't want to see you guys just like eating fucking forty dollars salads. I've anymore. noticed that like one season will be good, and then from there on like. Housewives are no longer interesting because they get it. The me- they get too meta, like yeah. they're too aware of themselves. It's like, and- oh, you have like a line of T-shirts with stuff you said, right? On the show. They're always like, trying okay. to get like sound bites that they yeah. can monetize. Where it's just like, and you're all like criminals, right? I mean, <laughs> like the shit that Jen Shaw did ser- was like so awful. Wait, I like heard a description from like people like the court case of like what she actually did. Yeah, I. Got choked up. Yeah, like, it was like upsetting she, like, made as hell. Elderly people homeless. Yes, it's grotesque. Yeah, and like she parades around like she's innocent, like, which just goes into the thought of like there is no such thing as that wealthy without take. You are stealing from people. Yeah, it's exploitation. You, it is. There is no way you don't make that much money. You don't get that much wealth without stepping on somebody. Right, and that's just the friggin' truth of it all. It is like it's theft. It is. It is and, like. Going back to the Kardashians, like, we saw that thing about childism mm-hmm. and just, like, how childism. they exploit the kids so heavily. Wait, we need to talk about the fact about childism. Right. That we live in a society that is is 
childist. Like the, as the same, like the ism is like racism. Racism, childism, yeah. ageism. Child- yeah. It's basically we exploit children. Absolutely. And we treat them, like think about how we school children. Right. We treat them like they're second class citizens. Yeah. They have no autonomy. They have no say. They, they belong to they be- us Right. Or we ridicule them when they don't do well. Yeah. We make fun of them for learning and or like making now, mistakes. In the internet age, we like put it on TikTok. Right. Which is like crazy. I've seen some TikToks that in the past holiday season that have absolutely disgusted me. Oh my, like of kids opening presents and like, oh, it's like a some sort of trick. Like, right. oh, well, let me pretend like that they're the getting Grinch something shitty. coming in yeah. and like attacking their, like doing like a home invasion with Grinch. Like <sighs> your kid doesn't know that this isn't a home invasion. Right. Like they're screaming. Yeah. It's traumatizing. These are these are these children are people. They're not here for your enter fucking tainment. Like I have to say, like, I think regardless of whether or not it's good or bad, Christmas is in a way traumatizing for children. Because like whether or not they get a lot of presents or not, it's still an expectation that is unrealistic at some point in their life. Yeah. Like well, there's, like, the whole thing, too, of, like, someone's always watching you. Oh, my, the elf on the shelf of it all? Elf on the shelf. Santa, he sees you when you're sleeping. And then using him to as a way to, like, manipulate, manipulate kids. good like, behavior. I, I literally, like, hear parents being, like, Santa is watching you. You shouldn't do that or else Santa's not going to come. And you're, like, excuse me? I know. It's, like, sort of. And I get, like, guys, listen, we're not parents. It's I know this shit's fucking hard, okay? And I know you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Sometimes I, you're, I like. I don't know, you guys. I mean. <laughs> I can't say because I'm not there. But yeah, like, but, like, I did that because I'm not there. But, exactly. <laughs> so, but, like, it does go into the whole thing of, like, this concept of childism, which we've been kind of, like, seeing more and more people talk about. Where, like, as a society, like, we don't treat children very respectfully. No. I'm and like, this is not, like, a thing of, like, we have to, of course, nurture and teach young people to become upstanding members of society. But we basically traumatize them for 18 years and then go, you're on your own. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Like, they go to school and, then, yeah. and they're like, why didn't you get that? Like, it's just, like, corporal punishment. Totally. <laughs> like, it's crazy. No, it is. Absolutely. It's not like that, sh- I'm not saying that school is corporal punishment. But it I'm depends saying, on like, what school you go to. It, it depends. So a lot of them are. How a about, lot of them like, are literally pipelines into labor or prison. Right. And, like, how about <laughs> or both the schools where ki- people get kidnapped and then we find out they're, like, abused. And, oh, like Paris Hilton? And, then and there apparently was some- Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. Apparently got sent to the same school as Paris Hilton. Oh, like why were those schools even allowed? I, there's a lot of things where Here's I'm like, my how thing. is this allowed? Here is my thing that I never understand. You know, like you as a person, if you're ever having going through a tough time and you're not well, you don't necessarily behave your best, right? Yeah. That's when people need more love and help. Mm-hmm. When people are behaving ugly or, you know, perceived to behaving in a way that's just like not good for anybody, uh-huh. that person needs help. The but last like, thing you need to do is punish them. But, like, the thing is that we're ill-equipped to help because we're all just full of trauma. I know. But so that's like, in a perfect world. We just see people in yeah. pain and just, like, think about our own pain. Right. It's true. <laughs> you know? I know. We need a lot more empathy and understanding in 2023. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I mean. I, that's, like, my my hope, honestly, in this new year, which – and I hate kind of, like, New Year's resolutions and shit. Like, just, like, do do whatever you got to do, you know? Yeah. But I do think having a lot more empathy and understanding as a society will be really beneficial. I know that sounds like saying world peace, but I, I genuinely really mean it. Because once we come from a place of, like, understanding ourselves and understanding others in a way more healthy, healthier manner. Uh, holistic? Yes. I think that that will help to, in some way, like, fix the sick society that we live in. Because we I are mean, there's, just— I mean, there are definitely people— that are beyond fixing let's you know that are yeah in our way i mean the first first thing is first i just want to know like is anybody drinking any water (laughs) (laughs) i just like notice i don't think people drink water so i just want everyone to drink water glasses in (laughs) get you eight and then just try turning it on and then off again (laughs) right (laughs) off and on did have you tried resetting restart it it. (laughs) control alt delete i want to control alt delete this year (laughs) right oh but like we did discuss though that your mom did die the same year as Cher's mom. Which is iconic yep. for me. Mm-hmm. So me and Cher do have that in common. Yep. And I'm take, I'm keep I'm taking that on board. Worth it. I'm taking that on. I love it. You know, sometimes you gone. sometimes you have an iconic thing that happens to you and it's cause Cher had it happen to her too. And And it links you forever. Me now and you're Cher forever are tied to Cher. Inextricably linked for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and on that note, 
I think just have a very happy new year candle coming. Yeah. Uh, subscribe. Rate. So make sure you subscribe. Spread give us word. a review. Please we'll share. We'll be back next week with a campfire of some sort. Yes. If you have any suggestions for what you want us to watch for next week's campfire, send us an email podcast at bijoucandles.com. Wow. Got it. Or I write us in, it. on Instagram at bijoucandles. And uh, we would just like love to have your input on that because you guys send us the best recommendations. Napaloopley. Napaloopley. I never would have thought of Gremlins, but... It was it was a good one. A lot of fun, and I cannot stop thinking about Gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. She like won't shut up about him. <laughs> and we love you guys so much. We love you. Bye, Candle Coven. Bye.